Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8-1-5. Episode 64 of Live from the 815 Podcast. It's the usual. It's all three of us. Just us. No one else. It's Colton. Colton, how's it going? It's going great, Colton. Thanks for asking, Colton. Jake, how's it going this week? It's going, Colton. Thank you. going great, Colton. Thanks for asking. Yeah, back to Colton. Sam, (laughs) Sam, how do you like uh, that you are now going second since you lost privileges of screwing up our mojo last week? Uh, that's that's fine. Um, cool. All, all right. Anyway. I'm, I'm un- cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Live from the 815 on 12 on Sports Radio on um, the Two Shots Podcast Network. Boys, we have a new logo. Thoughts on the new crisp, clean logo? Just upgrading our show as we go along. It looks great. We look even more professional. Not that we weren't professional before. Ah, fuck. Kent State just, just scored a touchdown. Yeah, lucky listeners this week. Last week we had live World Series updates. This week we're going to have live Mac football updates. Colton has money on these Mac games. Mac action, baby. Kent State's up 27-21, 11-09 left in the fourth. Sam, thoughts on the uh, new logo? I was cut off the first time, so I, I'm, I'm going to refrain from comments on the logo yet. I'm Sam and I'm a baby. Just because Colton talked while I was trying to talk, I'm not going to say anything. All right, Sam. All right, Sam. Thanks for that. That, was, that wasn't me imitating you. That was Sam actually talking. All right, boys. That was that was good. Thank you. The NFL is happening all around us. Um, we are recording it the day of the trade deadline. What a day! Um, Jake, two Packers are are sent away. Ha ha, Clinton Dix, and Ty Montgomery. Um, start with ha ha. Go into Ty Montgomery. Then use that anger from Ty Montgomery to talk about. <laughs> The Packers and the Rams go. Thanks, thanks for totally laying out my awesome transitions. I totally had figured out on my own. But yeah, I take the, full uh, responsibility. Trade, Thank you. This is probably the um, best trade deadline in the history of the NFL. It, it was like an NBA trade de- deadline. It was fascinating. But um, the Packers traded Haha Clinton Dix to the Redskins for a fourth round pick. I I honestly can't understand this move. I've been thinking about it all day since it happened. We have already been weak at safety all year. We benched our safety. We started in the year, Kentrell Bryce. He got benched. Haha has been playing great this year. He had a terrible year last year. We were giving him one more shot, and he was balling out this year. So I just do not understand the trade at all. Um, it has to be something to do with personality fits and like a in a locker room thing because it seems like uh, our GM, Gutkunst, is just – clearing the locker room of any uh, bad juju as it went with uh, getting rid of Ty Montgomery. Uh, We traded Ty Montgomery to the Ravens for a seventh-round pick in 2020, which is basically a slap to the face to Ty Montgomery. That is the most (laughs) 
I mean, we might as well have cut him. Like, I wouldn't have cared if we cut him. Yeah, I was thinking if 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 you are Ty Montgomery, would you rather just be cut, or yeah. would you, or would like or like, what's what's worse of of these three? Getting cut, getting traded for a seventh round pick in 2020, or being traded for like an object, being traded for like f- like free vending machine, like a, like one of those punt machines in the NFL. Yeah, um, I would say that would be the worst because that's like 1920s baseball stuff, but um. I would definitely rather be cut. First of all, then he, he would get to choose who he go to get to play for, and it wouldn't show his value that all we were able to get was a seventh rounder in a year from now or two years from now. So, I don't know. We got rid of two guys. Haha, Clinton Dix might hurt this defense. I just do not understand it at all. And Ty Montgomery had to go. He completely let down all the Packers fans. I'll just get into it. Uh, the Packers lose to the Rams this week, 29-27. Uh, to 27. It ended when the Rams kicked off to the Packers with two minutes and five seconds left. And Ty Montgomery catches the ball about three yards into the end zone, decides to take it out, fumbles. I'm sure you've all seen it. <clears throat> and... Uh, it, it was an absolute travesty. I was screaming, why are you taking it out right away? Like immediate, it's like I saw. It's like I saw a car crash coming. It went in slow motion. It was so bad, and I don't know anyone who thinks that the Packers don't win that game if he doesn't fumble. Rodgers was slicing that defense apart from an Aaron Donald sack from here and there, ending a drive. But other than that, Rodgers was just moving up and down the field. He would have gotten a field goal. It was two minutes. We had a timeout. It was. I mean. It, it was game over. We were going to beat the Rams, and everyone, the mood in Green Bay would be so much better. But now it's like we gained nothing from this win in as terms of a fan base and what people think around the NFL. Like, if we would have won, we would have been thought of as the toast of the <laughs> NFC, one up there with the Saints and the Rams, like, oh, one of those three for sure. But since we lost, we're, like, in the middle of the pack of the NFL in terms of Yeah, what- I – I kind of want to, like, the Lions, you can tell, I mean, just from the trade deadline, you can kind of tell that the Lions, oddly enough, almost seem to be sellers with getting rid of Golden Tate there. Um, he's, like, over a quarter of the targets from Stafford. But the Packers, where does that, like, where does that put them? That's so weird. Like, I feel like they definitely, I mean, they definitely didn't get better for this year. Um, losing those two guys, it just, it seems a little weird. I don't think they're necessarily sellers. Like, I don't think you're ever sellers with, with Rodgers there. But what are they? I mean, I, I don't know. I was as soon Losers. as they retrained him. I was assuming wow. another trade was coming, where we added a piece, where we added a safety. Uh, Colton, did we have a score in our Kent State Bowling Green game? No, I I called the Packers losers, and then I, I put oh. my fist up in triumph. <laughs> oh, you got me good, but yeah, no, yeah, they, I did. I don't understand this at all. We have no depth at safety. I literally don't know who's going to be starting. People are talking about Tremont Williams playing there. The only explanation I could have is if. Haha ha was having trouble in the locker room, or Pettin just doesn't like him at all. Because so far, since we've signed Mike Pettin, we've let Morgan Burnett go, and we just traded away Haha ha Clinton Dix. So Who, who's the guy that oh, safety? Who's the guy that uh, picked off Matt Hasselback in that playoff game? Bring him back, Al Harris. Yeah, bring bring <laughs> Al Harris back. He had sweet dreads. That's a, that's a fact. <laughs> but yeah, I just sweet don't understand. Dreads. Yeah, I don't understand the move by the Packers. We'll, we'll see how it affects us. Maybe our defense doesn't need safeties. I don't understand. If if we do... And I've heard that before. I've heard teams just don't actually need safeties. Well, no, I mean, if you look at what the contracts 
people are giving out for safeties, it looks like the NFL is just is not prioritizing that position at all. But we're, if if there's any drop off in defense, Packers fans are going to be livid because we want to win right now. We have Rodgers is 34 years old. We can't waste his years. It, it could be really bad. Look, we'll see how the rest of the season plays out. But uh, I feel like they're depleting the things that they they kind of have already. Like they they look at their team and they're like, okay, how can we make this cheaper? Aaron Rodgers is so good that he can take us anywhere we want to go. Let's get let's never get him a running back. Let's never give him an offensive line. Let's get rid of Jordy. Let's get rid of some of the guys that he has some some good connection with, and then let's start taking away that defense and see how far he can go. This no. would be fun. <laughs> see what I think. I mean, I, I think it's more like, oh, we almost have a good secondary. Like our corners are absolutely great. Jair Alexander is so good. good. Yeah. He's so yeah, good. I mean, Everyone has got us. And Kevin King, nobody even mentioned him because they never threw at him. He was locking up Robert Woods almost all game. Kevin King and, and Jair played like a superstar. I am so excited. We finally have a good corners, and we ship away all our safeties. I don't understand it. We were so close to having an amazing secondary. It, uh, it's really frustrating. But uh, I'm going to give Gutkunst the benefit of the doubt for at least one game because – I've liked everything he's done. Getting rid of Jordy was absolutely the right move. We needed to get these young receivers some times, and they're doing great. And Jordy looks slow, very, very slow in Oakland. So, I don't know. All his other moves seemed uh, great and a refreshing. It's refreshing for Packers fans from what we came from. So, I'm gonna willing to give it a chance. But Mike McCarthy has to go. I think that's next. I think Gutkunz is going to get rid of him. He blew the game versus the Rams. I mean, we we outplayed the Rams on a lot of fat. I mean, our defense was shutting them down. Todd Gurley was getting stuffed on the goal line over and over. He he couldn't gain yards when on first down. He could only do it on third down, and he would gash us. But still, that's the best offense in the league. Our defense looked fantastic. But McCarthy's use of Aaron Jones and timeouts is disgusting. 12 carries for Aaron Jones. He had what, like 65 yards It's and a touchdown? Like, He's electric. You just need to get him the ball 15 to 20 times. But we are forced to give Ty Montgomery and Jamal Williams carries. So I'm hoping the loss of Ty Montgomery is addition by subtraction, forcing Aaron Jones to get at least one or two more touches. Because he is legitimately really good. If you watch him, he's quick. He can make plays happen. And uh, he's the best running back we've had in a long time. That's all I have on the Packers-Rams. <laughs> Jake, Sorry. Jake, did um, did the satisfaction of uh, Todd Gurley not scoring that last touchdown? So the live from the eight one five parlay hit. Did that take away from any sting of of the Packers? Um, no, I wanted him to score absolutely because there was still fifty five seconds, and Rodgers would have at least kicked a field goal and it, give us a chance. Why would he score? Because then your kicker has to kick an extra point from 35 yards. Yes, he's a stud, but stuff happens. And if he misses, they're up by eight points. And Rodgers is the ball with 55 seconds. I know that doesn't sound likely, but I think a field goal is he does it all the time. Like, I've watched it so many times. It feels easy. It feels so expected at this point of Rodgers. So, Cod Gurley absolutely made the right decision. And I truly think the Packers would have scored if he would have ran it in. They would have gone up nine. We would have done some stupid shit. They would have played prevent defense. With 10 seconds left, we would have kicked a field goal, gotten on, kicked an onside kick, not gotten it, same ending. So 
Off. I think the gamblers, the only thing that it hurt was the over not hitting. So, yes. The over and if you had the Rams. But we didn't have either because we had the pack and we hit our parlay, folks. It's the first Life Name in 5 three-game parlay hit. Guys, thoughts on us getting just richer and richer <laughs> week after week? Sam. Uh, it feels good, obviously. I mean, you know, when you have confidence behind you, I think there's two people um, on this podcast who are perfect in their picks, if I remember correctly. I, I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but maybe, Colton, you can elaborate on that. But, yeah, it feels I, good. Yeah, I mean, I have the money. stats, but I'm not one to – I don't want to, like, reveal my sources. I don't. I, don't, I mean, we're a team here, you know? We're a team. Like, if, yeah. if, if I wasn't, like, a team mentality, I might say two of us, I don't know, hypothetically are perfect in our picks and one person isn't, but – I'm not. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna say that that one person like two has, people has lost us two weeks. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like two people one. aren't two that's people true. aren't carrying the last person, like holding him up on their back. Like you we're not dragging really him along or whoever those. I I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't trade you guys for the world. That is really noble of you not to point <laughs> out. I have lost. Two, uh, oh, it was Jake. Oh, I would also like to point out that Sam was not even available to make one of his picks, and I had to make it. So if you look at that, I'm actually two and two. That's five hundred. Not too bad. I'm working my way up. <laughs> Sam, two and zero. Oh. Sam still doesn't have two losses. Shout out to Sam. Yeah, well, you know, it's a long season. Here we go, boys. Well, guys, uh, we can we can finish the NFL later with our picks, but uh, Sam. Uh, we we go into the week, the last place Chicago Bears, we emerge as the first place Chicago Bears with probably the greatest exhibition of football in the history of the NFL from your Chicago Bears, first place in the NFC North. Thoughts on the dominant, triumphant, amazing, confident win over the like probably the second best team in the NFL, the New York Jets. Yeah, everyone. First of all, I I just the, the the division standings are just such a joke right now. This division is all over. The Vikings needed needed a, a, a big win against the Saints and got blown out. The Packers lost a, a game that I think they probably could have won. The Lions got smoked, so it was up to the Bears. Obviously, I I mean, yeah, it's we got the win. Um, you know, it's not all that that you know. I think some fans have been making it out to be oddly enough, but. Um, the big games are coming up here though. We, the bills next week, we just, these are games we have to win. We have to beat the jets, have to beat the bills. If we're going to be in there in the end, um, we got the lions. What is it? Lions, Vikings and lions again. I think those games will mean something. Um, but when it comes to this game, I think it was just kind of, I mean, we should have killed them. I think, right? Like 24, oh, yeah. 10, I don't think really says how bad this game that was. was. The like, worst, it just wasn't first a half game. of football since last oh, yeah. week's action. Honestly, well, <laughs> I think the second quarter, it was the second quarter, right? That was just terrible. I mean, it looked terrible. And it's, it's Mitch doing that thing again where he's like, I'm going to look like the worst quarterback in the league in the first half. And in the second half, I'll pick it up a little. And I think his first drive in the second half was terrible. But yeah, I mean, he came around. His numbers look good. Um, he had the one reception, the one pass, 70 yard pass to Cohen um, that made him look good. But yeah, I mean, again, it's the Jets and. It's a 24-10 win over the Jets. There's not much to say other than we got to make sure we're winning against the Bills next week so that we can get into those three games uh, and at least give us a chance to, to be there in the end in this uh, division. It was also a battle. It wasn't just a Bears-Jets game. It was a Bears-Jets game where the Bears are missing their best player 
on offense and defense, maybe. I mean, some people would say that with Allen Robinson. but uh, And the Jets were missing every usable body on offense. And it, it seemed like the Jets were running out, like, guys from the stands out there. So, I mean, the Bears absolutely shut them down. It, it, it was so boring to watch. Like, I would turn it on off of red zone because it was never on red zone. And uh, the Jets would just not move the ball. It, it, nobody could get open. It was uh, it was very bad. It was just bad, bad conditions, yeah, bad, bad play. Uh, but a win's a win. The whole time, I was just thinking, I can't believe we lost to Brock Osweiler. Um, and <laughs> it's gonna haunt us for a long time. That's that's, that's one of the worst losses I've had in a while. That was like that. Seriously, we we win that game and think of the outlook on this season. Really, it's a to- it's a totally different season for the Bears right now. Yep. Yeah. But we didn't. We lost to Brock and. Uh, the Brocket ship beat us in Brocktober and other Brock puns, and we lose. But I'm broken. I honestly can't even talk about Brock Osweiler anymore because I'm just my he's he's broken my mind. You'd be five and two with your only losses being to the Patriots and Packers by one score apiece. <laughs> That'd be pretty nice, right, Colton? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but alas. We do not. We have a huge game against the Bills next week. Um, I said the Jets. Game are, in franchise history. I mean, we just beat the probably the second best team in the NFL, and now we're playing probably the best team in the NFL. These are huge. You know, these are just huge. Everyone was saying that it was going to be the Bills and Ram or the Jets and Rams in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Yep, Jets and Rams, but not anymore. Now, go ahead. Does Sam. it matter who's starting? Next week for the Bills is it's, it is it going to be Josh Peterman. Allen or is it is it Peter I, is it really Yep, announced today. Is that for sure? What happened to Anderson? Uh, he's he I don't know. He was signed like three weeks ago, and he stinks. <laughs> he just played last week, or he just played last night against the Patriots, right? Yeah, and he got benched for Nathan Peterman. How can you get benched for Nathan Peterman? That's a that's an automatic release. You should just be like, I mean, head straight to the locker room, change, head out to your car. Like, do not come back. Just, yeah, just call it quits. I mean, if if uh, Nathan Peterman can keep getting starts, then Hugh Jackson can keep getting head coaching positions because Hugh Jackson, that was a segue, folks, was <laughs> fired by the Cleveland Browns. Him and him and Todd Haley. Uh, Greg Williams now the head coach. Um, what a terrible, terrible franchise that the worst coach in NFL history gets fired. Your offensive coordinator gets fired. Another guy who was under FBI investigation for Bounty Gate, is now in charge of Baker Mayfield. Guys, <laughs> thoughts on just the Browns shit show? Um, I would like to just point out my Hugh Jackson fact. He was 3-36-1 as a head coach. Everyone says uh, second worst record of all time. The only other one was the Eagles owner who let himself coach for 40 games, and it's terrible. But fun fact. Bill Belichick would have to lose the next 1,070 games to have the same winning percentage as Hugh Jackson. He would have to lose the next 10 seasons. Yuck. Plus. So, Yuck. Just to put it in perspective. Ugh. Yeah, Hugh Jackson got paid money to do that. Can- I, I'm kind of confused, though, right? Like, he, goes, he, go, he wins one game in two years. One game. Two years, and you don't fire that guy then, but he's got two wins this year, and you're going to can him? Don't get me wrong. I get it. There's the part with uh, 
thing I mentioned Trubisky here, but um, once it's made at the helm, uh, Baker, uh, you got to move on with one in the right direction. But you have two wins this year. It's still a young team. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I heard that there was the t- turmoil between him and Haley. I, I don't know enough about it, but apparently there was there was some stuff going on there. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that was just such an odd time to can a guy. Sorry, I, I wasn't listening. It was a huge Bowling Green play. <laughs> Hang on. It was almost like a touchdown in the end zone. Oh, fuck yeah. It, it stands. Touchdown Bowling Green. 5.30 left. It's a one-point game. Extra point coming up. Continue. <laughs> huge oh sorry guys sorry people love when i do this yeah nothing like live updates on a podcast <laughs> i think that's all the takes we have on hugh jackman getting fired i mean good for the browns get rid of i mean move on but i mean it it really hurts them not to have hired a head coach to start with baker mayfield and you know he's just screwing the whole first year it makes no sense. Not firing a guy after one win in two years is asinine. Um, yeah, we can move on from Baker to another likable quarterback. Fitzmagic comes in at the end of the game. Huge, huge comeback. Um, he is starting next week, right? Is he? Yes. All right. So do you guys believe that Fitzmagic can continue? I mean, like honestly, why not, right? He came in. He did this. He did that. <laughs> Every time he's like on Twitter, like trending on Twitter, I always see like I'm like, oh yeah, no way can he can he like keep doing this, right? No, he he led like a what like a 17 point second half quarterback or a comeback. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. It has to be magic. Extra point is good, by the way, because Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson just get uncovered when Fitz Magic is playing. It's like uh, Mike Evans was five yards behind the entire defense. For a touchdown, how do you let that guy get? Just forget about him. It makes no sense. But you got to keep him in there. Jameis looked embarrassingly bad, and he'll probably be looking for a new job uh, next year. Four picks, right? Was it four? Yeah, four picks for that bad. guy. Are you kidding me? Hey, uh, it was stupid to move on from him in the first place. He uh, Fitzmagic has one bad game, one bad game, and you move on. Jameis is terrible. Jameis has looked so bad. Uh, I, it was, I was surprised that they moved on from him in the first place, but, you know, I guess that's how it goes. I, I'm ready for Fitzmagic. I think we had that, that kind of semi-bet at the start of the year, who would you rather have uh, for the Bears leading the helm, Fitzmagic or Baker? And just for this year, I'm sticking by my guy, Fitzmagic, man. He looked great. He looked great, and I think it'll be fun. He'll, he'll be in my picks later. Sam, think- who would you rather have, specifically Sam, Bortles or Jameis Winston? Wow, what a question. The, oh, yeah, that's a, that, guru. that is a good question. QB Guru is, oddly enough, with, with the Bears right now, um, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Bortles. Let's go! by a little, because we don't need our and running back team. We can just make and Bortles doesn't actually have to. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Bortles. Uh, Sam, did you see your boy Cody Kessler got zero looks over in London? Zero. He did. Zero. He did get zero, but I think, what, I mean, realistically, I think he will get some touches in, in the next, maybe not next week for sure, but Bortles didn't look amazing. His last throw of the game was horrific. It was just terrible. Um, I think he had, what, one touchdown was like a 50% passer, like 22 or 40 something, whatever what I'm talking it was. about, baby. Yeah, I mean, hey. 
worst game of the year. How about that? It wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't a good one. And that's his MO. And to look to move he on, makes I like think. $20 million <laughs> on that. Yeah. Uh, speaking, crazy? yeah. Speaking of the Jags, they traded their former number three overall pick to the Rams because they needed more help on uh, on their team. But uh, Dante Fowler Jr. for a third-round pick, that's someone I wanted the Packers to go after. We needed edge rushing. He would have been perfect. I'm upset we didn't do it. But, um, yeah, I, I'm the Jaguars, are they selling? You know, it looks like it. They're 3-5. and five. They've looked worse than the Packers because – they lost. They got blown out by the Texans and the Cowboys in back-to-back weeks. I mean, that's awful. So I, it looks like the Jags might, I don't know, might be selling, might be tanking the year. I mean, moral of the week is that uh, Bortles wins the uh, Bortles-Kessler rivalry for, for one more week. So Sam can that suck a fart the- with a straw. <laughs> and Kessler will win there in the end. That's your comeback? That's the worst comeback of all time. No, it's, just, it's a confident statement that Kessler will be there in the end. Bortles stinks. Dumb. Don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, just two adults being guys. Um, Just throwing it out. out. What do you think the line is of the Jags-Colts this week? What what was that? The Jaguars versus the Colts. What do you think? Do you think the Jags... What do you think the line is? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask the question and then not be ready. Yeah, because they don't have one. That's the thing. I've been looking for it all week, and they still don't have one. On ESPN, they have Indy favorite at sixty-eight percent chance to win, and no line anywhere. There's no line on this game. No one has any idea what's going to happen. Is the game even happening? Does everyone know <laughs> that uh, Blake Bortles is is just he's the boat and. <laughs> Why even bother betting on it? Because Blake Bortles is going to come back, come back from London, like bigger, faster, better, stronger, or however the song goes. Was that right? Yeah, I don't know. But okay. uh, what right. other NFL news we have? All right, yeah. So guys, we can. Um, I say we can finish NFL on on our lock locks of the week. Get the get the the uh, three team parlay going. We'll start with. I'm going to draw a random name out of the hat, um, not because he keeps losing and he got lucky one week. But random, random hat drawing. Whoa, that's weird. Jake, you can start us off with, with the pick uh, for your lock of the week. Go ahead. My lock of the week, I love picking against home dogs because I like losing. So I am taking the Chargers plus one and a half. Actually, they're not. Never mind. Uh, Chargers are getting one and a half, actually. So Chargers plus one and a half in Seattle. That's, that's my lock of the week. Yuck. I think they're the better team. I, the, the lines this week are ugly. What, what, Colton? What's your bet? Oh, funny you ask, because mine is a lock of the locks of the locks. <laughs> I, I have exactly. Houston minus one going to Denver. Denver's not good. Just trade away Dem- Demarius Thomas. Houston gets Demarius Thomas. Think about that. That's a revenge game. Literally, like six days later, Demarius might have I don't know forty-five catches for a thousand yards and forty-five <laughs> touchdowns. Think about that. <laughs> Texans could have that. That's Texans minus point. one. Great pick, Colton. Um, moving on to Sam. Sam, what is your lock of the week? The, uh, the over on the in Panthers. What's the over on that again? Um, 54? 54 and a half. Yeah. You guys are both shaking your head. It's okay. Don't get <laughs> me wrong. Fitzmagic. 
throw for four or throw for four and interceptions. It's going to be great. The Panthers have been scoring this year. Over 54 and a half. I'm taking it right now. All right. For those of you counting at home, the picks are Chargers plus one and a half, Texans minus one and a half, and the over for the Bucks and Panthers at 54 and a half. Last week, if you put $30, $10 for each of us on our parlay, you win $173. This week, you put in $30, $179 for the winner. And, and that bet is placed. That's $179 free dollars. That's free money. We're printing money for you folks at home. You're welcome. Pay us back when you... Yeah. We, we take a, a 10% cut. Shout out to us. But moving on to NCAA... Uh, I guess we can start uh, with Northwestern and Wisconsin. Just a shellacking. Is it was so bad. Wisconsin, Hornybrook was out. He was hurt. And you you think that would help? But man, I'm excited about this Jack Cohen guy. We've heard a lot about him in practice, but they did not let him throw the ball five yards downfield. It was the most pussy play calling I've ever seen from the Badgers. Like we usually just run the ball. But this time we were running it with our backups. We were doing weird wide receiver handoffs. It was just the weirdest play calling. Like, we were scared to let this quarterback throw. And he didn't make any mistakes. I mean, even when he tried to throw at the end of the game when we're down by two touchdowns, he tried to throw. He threw some nice deep balls. It just it, – our coaches gave up on the week. So it was just a shellacking. A good warm-up game for Northwestern for playing Notre Dame this week lego 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 notre dame beats uh who was it navy army i honestly don't even care anymore we're moving on to next week northwestern the game that i said preseason notre dame's gonna lose to lose their undefeated streak but here's the thing about preseason colden is that he's always wrong he is always wrong every year this is the year notre dame's going undefeated they are fourth in the rankings they're already in the playoffs northwestern's ass is grass (laughs) I am 100% sure when you predicted that Northwestern would be your one loss, we said you are going to be so hyped before that Northwestern game if you're undefeated. I'm you so were- hyped, and I'm so correct. <laughs> I might Honestly, I might put in $10,000 right now on Notre Dame. Beep, boop, boop, beep, you boop, 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 beep, 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 boop, boop. I just did it. That was, that was the noise of it. $10,000, Notre Dame, lock of the week. Let's go. I'm so pumped right now. Are you actually betting on Notre Dame? Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? I'm for sure betting on Notre Dame. That's easy money, Jake. I love easy money. So what's the line? I'm checking. Um, Sam, do you ever watch any any college football? (laughs) (laughs) I work on Saturdays, uh, so no. Sweet. I mean, I watch it at at work. I put it on the TV at work. So, um, yeah, I, I I think out of the top four, there'll be two bounced. At the end of this week, I won't say who because it might involve a team that one of the people here might like. But I didn't know uh, that, L- that Jake was a huge LSU fan. I was just about to say LSU's gone, and then I think Notre Dame is gone. I will kill you. <laughs> Notre Dame is a, a ten-point favorite. That's easy. That's easy money. Games at games at at uh, six fifteen. The only the only like reason I w- I would be worried is if the game was at like. 11 like a normal day game going to northwestern playing at 11 is probably the most boring place in the country super hard to get to get amped up for that game Notre Dame's gonna have all day to get ready mentally prepared mentally sharp no, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Goosebumps. Goosebumps, boys. Yeah, so there you go. I got nothing left. I got nothing. No takes on Notre Dame. That's a fact. That's because I I said all the correct ones. Um, Took them all up. It's going to be a cool game. There's there's a lot of cool games this week. Uh, Alabama, LSU, Kentucky, Georgia, uh, Notre Dame, and whoever they ever play ever is a, always a cool game. Um, <laughs> Sam, this is the week to to pretend like you you watch college football. Great week for it. Yeah, I I I can pretend that. I can do that. I I do feel bad. Honestly, I I really do feel bad for LSU though. They have such a ridiculous schedule. It's they play so hard. such good teams. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous who they play, and now they have to go to Alabama. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. They had to play Georgia, Mississippi State, Florida. I mean, Miami at the start of the year, they were good. I, they have teams after this too. I Texas A and M. It's it's a tough schedule, and That's I feel SEC, bad. Baby. But they're probably going to be yeah, they're going to be jumped here in a little bit, and it's going to be a two loss team. Is there any chance that a two loss team can make it in that top four too, or no? Uh, yeah, it happens. It ha- Ohio I, State did beat uh, last year, but uh, Wisconsin, by the way. Huge must-win game versus Rutgers this week. The Big Ten is the best conference in football. We're playing Rutgers, and we just played Northwestern and Illinois. This is this is the <laughs> argument people make. That's against the League of Champions, right? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend we weren't still talking about Wisconsin and say that realistically, I do think Georgia and either Ohio State or somebody could hop into that those uh Maybe those Michigan. final four spots. Maybe Michigan, but I could see Ohio State still popping them at the end of the year there. So um, Notre Dame, realistically, they'll probably stay. I think they'll get a win this week, and and that's 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 my best take on college football right now. Great, great, great take, Sam. Great take. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, moving on to MLB World Series champions, Boston Red Sox. Uh, Sam, you weren't on the show yet, but preseason, I made two wagers. One was on the Chicago Cubs. One was on the Boston Red Sox, so I made some money. <laughs> it was it was probably the easiest money I've ever second easiest money I've ever made, other than that that Pittsburgh Notre Dame bet that was unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Red Sox just looked dominant the whole like there was never a time where I'm like, hey maybe Dodgers can like like even if if Dodgers win a game that uh, Boston takes in like the, those first four games and it's like two two, I still don't see. The Dodgers beating them. Like, Boston was I, so good. I will say, though, game four, when Puig hits that bomb, which was just an iconic moment. Like, if the Dodgers win game four there, that that home run goes down in, like, the history of Dodgers. Because then they're back in the series. It, let's say they pull it out. That's, like, the most iconic home run right next to Gibson. Was that beautiful? It was crushed. What's his face? Throws the glove on the mound. It's awesome. That could be a seat that, that could turn around the whole season for him, or the, the whole series, I'm sorry, for him. It just didn't happen. And, yeah, the Red Sox were just too good. Did you guys actually – I got to know, did you guys enjoy the series? Like, I wasn't really feeling it the whole time. Like, that was the moment that I thought would be cool. But then when the Red Sox win the third one, too, you're like, ah, it was, three to one. It was like I was saying, just like the whole series was just, wow, the Red Sox are just better than them, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. It was boring. <laughs> like, it was, it was never, like, evenly matched. It was just, oh, David Price is not pitching well in the postseason. Chris Sale's pitching it's well. It's over. Jackie yep. Bradley Jr. is their nine hitter, and he was the CS yeah. MVP. And then Steve Pierce is the World Series MVP. And we're not even mentioning Mookie Betts, who who might win uh, regular season MVP. Uh, JD Martinez almost won the uh, tri- uh, triple crown. Just <laughs> it's it was just not it's not fair. And uh, my one takeaway from the World Series: everyone says it's good for baseball for it to be Boston and LA because they make more money. 
But I disagree. I think it would have been better if it was Milwaukee and maybe, I don't know, Houston. Because then you build fan bases and lifelong fans. Like St. Louis loves baseball. Why does why does St. Louis make so much money on baseball? Because they win all the time. They they won for years and they have all these fans for life. You know, and I think LA and Boston, they're always gonna have fans. They're always gonna, you know, because they're always good. So if you have franchises who aren't always good in the World Series, I think that can be good for baseball. So this year I, it was just a wash. I just no one no one thought after, you know, maybe after that Puig home run a little bit, but even then it was like, oh, but the Red Sox, who they got going? They got Uvalde and all the, it was just, they're so good. That Red Sox bullpen was their biggest question mark, and oh my God, they they destroyed. They destroyed the Dodger hitting. That was incredible. It was fun there, I guess, but yeah, besides that, I think the coolest part of the series was that Puig bomb, and that's about it. Um, So, obviously, we have a uh, whole offseason to get into it, but Initial thoughts uh, for both of you being White Sox fans. Um, would you be mad or happy if, if you sign Manny Machado? And where do you think he's going? Uh, Sam, start with you. He is 100% not going to the White Sox, and I 100% want him. I want him more than anything. I will take him for anybody. I, I, I'll throw as much money as he wants, anything he wants. Give me Manny Machado. I don't care what Jake has to say. He's going to be upset about this. He's going to be like, oh, no, no, maybe we should look the other. No, no, no. Give me Manny Machado. There's a 0% chance he ends up with the White Sox, though. Some team will offer him way more. Some big-name team. He wants to be somewhere else. He doesn't want to go to the second-rate Chicago team. Uh, I promise you that. Uh, I, if I had to say somewhere, I think I think the Yankees. I think. Uh, maybe I'm just saying that. But honestly, sleeper team, could, a Phillies, could the Phillies go double-deuce in the summer and get him and, or I'm sorry, in the uh, winter and get him and Harper, that could be a thing too. I don't know. So I'll say one of those two teams. I've already said it. I still don't think the White Sox should sign Machado as our one marquee signing. We're, we're not the Yankees. We can't afford to have four or five guys making a hundred million. We're not the Cubs. We can't afford to pay Jason, to give a Jason Hayward contract and then give a U Darvish contract and be okay. If we have one bad contract, we're pretty much fucked. Because we can't risk it, and I just don't like him as a person. I don't like the way he plays. He doesn't hustle. He he isn't a uh, locker room guy. I, I mean, I get it. He's a superstar, super talented. I made the comparison. I think he's the DeMarcus Cousins of the MLB, where I would want him on, you know, there's five or six teams that he would be perfect on, the Warriors, the Celtics, you know, maybe the Lakers with LeBron, a team that's ready to win right now. But if you put DeMarcus Cousins on the Kings, he's going to ask for a trade and get his coach fired and just fuck up that whole franchise. I'd rather just keep it safe for this year because the White Sox aren't ready right now. We go we go out and spend all our money on Manny Machado, and we're not ready. I mean, Kopech's not even playing next year. We suck still. We need to, we need to make a couple really good signings, maybe a Nathan Yavaldi, maybe um, A.J. Pollock. Just a couple Those nice signings, and then next Those year, poop. if there's a next year, if there's a Nolan Arenado or whoever else, other free agents there are, go in then because that's when we're ready. We're not going to be. I, I like, like twenty six. Like, yeah, I was say I like what you you're know. saying. I do. I I like it to an extent, but like going after Arenado, that's great. I like. I, yeah, for sure. Like let's let's take either one and just be happy at that point. You lock a guy up for seven, eight, nine years. I mean, who gives a shit? 
you know, who cares if it's today or tomorrow? It, it, if it happens, it happens, and we'll have that guy for a while. Yeah, we're not going to have some of these guys ready, but the, the hope is that you have this guy when our guys are ready and, you know, our, our prospects have, have come through our system and, and they're now stars or, you know, hopefully that's the case. I don't know if that's actually going to be, you know, happening in Chicago, but that's what you sign a guy like Machado for. That's what you want him for. And I, I think he would be an excellent fit with what we have, too. I, I think it's a great move if the Sox go after him. There's no chance we sign him, though. No, I agree. I also, I, I'm 90% sure he ends up on the Yankees. He just seems like a Yankee. And the Red Sox already hate him to death, so that's going to be fun to watch. Maybe he's scared away from by Boston fans, and he signs with the Phillies to avoid the Yankees. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I see that my point is obviously the less popular one because I'm the one saying don't sign the superstar. But it's not like we. it's my choice anyway. So it, I would be excited if we signed him, if I'm not being honest. I would be like, oh, shit, I get to watch this guy play. I get to watch him hit 38 homers and 300 and a 900 OPS, but you know I'd be I'd be super nervous that he would fuck shit up. When you and, sign someone for over six years, if like in my head, I'm like, wow, I'm gonna watch this guy for the rest of my life. That's that's what I, that's what I picture every single yeah, time. Yeah, what it's if like, that guy's a dickhead? <laughs> if if I'll take a dickhead that hits me 40 dingers and like plays solid defense, bats 290 and drives in 120, that's cool with me. Like, yeah, I I really don't care. Be be a dickhead. But I mean, I mean but, we have we have all offseason to talk about it, so we can uh, move on to the NBA, where the Bucks can't stop winning. They honestly can't. I was I was so gonna make some calls, but no, they they honestly the the facts are in seven and zero, um, and big win against the Raptors, which I believe Jake you you bet on right? Yes, I put money because I saw Giannis and Kawhi were out. Also, Rockford native Fred Van Vliet was out. So I thought, well, the uh, Raptors are more shorthanded. The Bucks were getting points, and they absolutely blew them out. I thought the Bucks is the Bucks supporting cast behind their superstar is better than the Raptors, in my opinion. So it was an easy pick, and the Bucks have looked absolutely amazing. I love uh, Coach Budenholzer. He's turned us into a, one of the better three-point shooting teams in the league, and uh, it's so much more fun to watch. It is it's so awesome. much better than watching Jabari take contested mid-range jumpers and then Middleton Whoa. also take Whoa. Middleton was taking them you know he's taking threes now like our whole offense was Jabari and Middleton and Giannis taking contested mid-range jumpers it was terrible but it's so much it has flow this year it's fun to watch the Bucks are fucking good watch out for them in the east I mean the Celtics don't really have to worry about us but we might we might annoy them a little bit we can move on to the uh, Derrick Rose um, update of the week. Sam, are you ready for the for the award-winning segment, the Derrick Rose update of the week? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, always ready, always ready. Um, Derrick Rose always in our hearts. Um, well, thank you for joining um, Derrick Rose update here. Uh, I, I think everybody probably knew this, but uh, this past Tuesday was the um, Der- Derrick Rose debuted. I think on like ten twenty-eight of whatever year it was but it was just a, it was a really big highlight thing going around on social media um just going over his first game ever um with the bulls can you guys tell me who the bulls coach was uh derrick rose starting uh starting game first game who was, was the coach it, was it Vinny? it was Vinny. it was Vinny <laughs> del negro and oh, yeah. i will give i will honestly i'll give you guys five hundred dollars Either one of you, if you can give me the starting lineup, the starting lineup to the Chicago no Bulls that night. Ugh. No chance. 
I'll give you one guy. I'll give you probably the maybe the hardest one, Tavo Cephalosha. Tavo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, we got even more I'm not going to get it. So we've got Derrick Rose. What year is this? Derrick Rose. Oh boy. Uh 2000 Derrick Rose. Uh, year? 2000 Yeah, 2000. Oh man, what is that? Why am I spacing? 2008, let's just say that. Oh. Um Captain Kirk, Kirk Hendrick. 2009. Kirk Heinrich did not make. <laughs> he didn't make. I'll, I'll I'll let you go again. There's no chance. Um, Na- just name another guy you think was in the starting lineup. <laughs> no. Give me a give me a position. Uh, let's do. Honestly, they're uh, they're all like a, like like a positionless players. Was a ben, was Ben Gordon still playing? That'd be cool. Ben Gordon ben was Gordon. playing. He wasn't even in the starting lineup. Jokey oh. Noah, there, not in the starting lineup. Can you really? believe this? Can you believe that? Um. The starting lineup that night was Luol Dang. So I thought you guys might be able to get that one. Drew Gooden. Drew Gooden. He uh. he played like a millisecond in Chicago. Tyrus Thomas here. was awesome. If you guys would have said Tyrus Thomas, it would have been the best moment ever. Uh, Tabo Cephalosha and Derek Rose. They won over the Bucks, 108-95. Uh, ben Gordon and Joakim Noah would go start, obviously, a good portion of the rest of the year. And, of course, another successful 500 year for the Bulls. I think they were like 41-41 that year. So um, just an awesome, awesome time. Um, this isn't a Derrick Rose thing, but it, it does have to do with Derrick Rose a little bit, is that his teammate, Joakim, was at the game last night. And uh, some huge, huge rounds of applause. They, they kept him on the big screen for like 20 minutes last night while they were getting blown out because nobody actually wanted to watch the game. So they just put uh, Joakim up on the uh, on the screen, and, and yeah. people were going nuts. Best like two minutes of my life seeing him there <laughs> on TV. Seriously, I'm not kidding with you. I love Joe. The best part of the game. I bet you I could have named the Bucks starting lineup better because that was the Michael Red Andrew Bogut Bucks. Yeah, so. I looked that up. It was it was pretty. Uh, it was actually pretty. It looked pretty good. I mean, so it was a, a convincing 108-95 win from Derrick Rose that year. Yeah. I mean, we had Michael Red out there firing left-handed threes, so I don't know how we lost. Yeah, Basketball, exactly. am I right? <laughs> Basketball, but yeah, that's my Derrick Rose update. Sorry, just uh, just uh, just some some recap. By the way, he's seriously been looking pretty good. I did listen to an interview with him, and he was obviously saying like MVP were, was his goals early in his career, and now all he thinks about is six man of the year, which that's is so what cool. I said I really... preseason. So I think Derrick Rose is, is listening to this podcast. Heard me bring it up, and he, he sat back and he thought, "Not you know what? Sixth man of the year? Not a bad idea. Shout out to Cole. Isn't it? I don't I think know he, that any I think other he does podcast, that. I don't think any other podcast in the world has a Derrick Rose update of the week. So I think that if Derrick Rose were to listen to podcasts, he would start with ours. Hey, do you guys think he's going to come on? No. Derrick Rose? Sometime? Yeah. Who do you think we have a better chance of getting, Derrick Rose or Lonnie Walker IV? Lonnie Walker IV. Just because Derrick Rose is like a legend and he lives in Minnesota. I don't know. I feel like he wouldn't want to do it. Lonnie Walker IV is a legend and he lives in uh, San Antonio. If you change the name to Derrick Rose Update from Live from the 815 to Derrick Rose Update, maybe he sees us and wants to hop on one time. (laughs) He'll think we're stalkers and serial killers. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm not a stalker of (laughs) Derrick Rose with the update, but. 
Yeah, I, I really do. I, I think it was kind of cool. He was in that interview saying like how he that's all he thinks about every night when he goes to bed. It's so cool to see like how much that has to change for you and how dedicated you have to be. Like going from everyday MVP thoughts to now everyday like six man of the year. It is kind of interesting. He's balling out right now. Love to see it. Did you see oh, yeah. uh, uh, Lou Will came on on Twitter and basically said uh, to Derrick Rose like you have to go through me to get the uh, six man of the year award. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're they're shit talking about being cool. a bench player. That's amazing. <laughs> well, six it's cool. And Luol Williams, Lou Williams, he like owns that award. So that's pretty. He cool. does. He's he's the front runner every year. They'll never give him a starting spot because of it. I don't think he wants it. I, think, I think he just Derek wants to be the sixth. I think that that award is kind of political. I think Derrick Rose could definitely win it just because, like, oh, what a beautiful story. Now he's winning Sixth Man of the Year. So he's gonna have to earn it. But I think they could just like. You know, he has a good chance of winning. Well, I love Derrick Rose so much. I hope he wins. <laughs> I love Lou Will. I'm going to buy a Lou Will jersey. I hope he wins. Uh, if, if he doesn't win, the only other guy, Fred Van Vliet. Think about it. He he's, was in the conversation last year. I'd love to see a Rockford native win sixth man of the year. Very Sam, cool. Sam, who would you rather uh, have win the award, <laughs> Fred Van Vliet or Lou Will? Sam, I'm not going to answer that because that's going to be. <laughs> I know. I know what that question is, Colton. Sam, I'm not no, going to answer okay, it. Okay, if you have to answer it, go ahead. I don't have to. I don't have to. No, but if you did, Lou Can will. I'm not right, going to even Sam. say it. Shout out to Sam for answering that question. Why wouldn't you pick the Rockford guy, Sam? That's pretty selfish of you. Yeah, um, I don't care. Sam, who would you rather have win Six Man of the Year, Derek Rose or your Derek bro- Rose? Okay, oh. kidding me. <laughs> is that even a joke? Is that a question? If if both of his brothers are, are up for MVP and Sam somehow has the uh, has like the choice, like David Stern comes to Sam or uh, Adam Silver, hey Sam, I can make both of your brothers co MVP and NBA champions, or I can push this button and none of that happens. But Derrick Rose wins Sixth Man of the Year. If Sam's brothers know that's the uh, situation, they they aren't even sticking around for the. Uh, Results. They are packing their stuff. They're going home. But like, they're already like in the car. Cars turned on. They're driving away. They know Sam is not gonna let them do anything successful if that means stopping Derrick Rose. That was a very descriptive story on how Sam would not would rather have Derrick Rose win. But I mean, would this mean that all of a sudden your brothers are millionaire basketball players? You gotta take that into account. I don't take it into account, Colton. You're absolutely right. I know the work that Derrick Rose puts into it. I would look at my brothers and be like, you guys didn't do anything. You guys are like, so you guys unathletic. Do you don't even <laughs> Yeah. You guys, you guys didn't work as much as this guy did for it. So, yeah, sorry. I'm picturing those two playing in the NBA. <laughs> getting <laughs> yeah. getting backed down team. by LeBron. Just getting snapped in half. <laughs> Oh, man. They could they could play with the Bulls, I think, with how bad they are right now. But oh, yeah, that's great. Well, guys, that's all I have for sports. Do you guys yeah. have anything? I love that's sports. Nope. Uh, wait, Colton, is your Bowling Green game done? Yeah, uh, I lost I'm... both. I've lost both my Mac games. That's why I, I haven't <laughs> talked about it in a while. <laughs> I was pumped, so I lost my my Bowling Green game on like a last second pick, and then. Um, the Miami Ohio game, I had Miami Ohio plus seven. Buffalo scores a, t- a touchdown to go up six, super late in the game. They missed the extra point. I was going nuts. What if you guys are talking? I didn't want to like interrupt, but then um, Miami Ohio turned it over like immediately, and Buffalo scored a field goal. And I, uh, I think I went one and, one and four tonight on my bets. So 
That's a stinker. Good thing we're making a ton of money on our uh, parlays. So. Amen to that. But hey, good, good thing. Well, uh, we can, we can move up. on from sports, move on to probably the whole reason why people even listen to this podcast. Because um, our, our sports takes stink, except for our parlays, except for seven of our nine parlay picks. But I don't really know how that <laughs> happened. Anyway, um, our MySpace top eight this week. Last week, it got real heated. Uh, we had the MySpace top eight of Halloween candy. Guys, um, are, you, are, are we still thinking about it? from last week or what are you what are you guys thoughts currently no i i'm not thinking at all about jake's terrible choice of a heath bar and uh i i think an airhead or something that i'm not thinking about that about those dumb picks that's way out of my mind now those are great candies and i stand by my picks i i haven't thought about it once because i am so confident in my picks well um i took it to a, a twitter poll i don't know if you guys voted or even saw the via twitter poll but th- <laughs> either way thanks for the uh, support cool <laughs> Um, 31 votes. I put all three options out there. Um, didn't say names, just all, all up in the air. Um, who do you, who do you think won? Uh, you. Uh, you. (laughs) 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 Uh, yeah, I did. I won. I won. I'm awesome. But the thing is, me and Sam went out on limbs. I said a candy that isn't popular. Sam said something that isn't even a fucking candy. So, really, he went out on a big limb. Well, who do you think got second place? One person got 29%, one got 16%. Um, well, I don't care whether I won or lost. I'd just like to say that Heath Bars are still that so sounds like a That sounds like a loser to me. I'm going to say confidently me. Hey, Jake, <laughs> did you not hear my question? Because it's not – I didn't ask you, hey, guys – I got first place. What are your thoughts on Heath Bars? No. I asked, who do you think got second place in the voting last week? Sam says him. Jake, who do you think? Uh, I'm going to say me. You're so stupid, Jake. You're so dumb. <laughs> Sam you comes in with 29%. So the official rankings are I got first place. Sam got Wild second card. place without Wild even putting runner. in three candies. He only put in <laughs> two candies out of three options into the which is the best candy trio. And one was yeah, a sucker. I like, one I was like, a sucker. I like an elite uh, group of Heath lovers. We, you know, we don't let anybody in. You can't have a boring palate to like a Heath bar. You have to be dignified. Yeah, you and your grandmother and her two King, friends. That's, that's a hell of a group. Friends. <laughs> well, if there's something that needs a very good palate, it's cereal, and that's right, folks. This week's MySpace top eight is the MySpace top eight of cereals. This week, we will start with Jake. Jake, are you ready for your first choice in the MySpace Top 8 of cereals? Oh, yeah. I didn't know I'd be going first. That's a that's a big one. So I'm just going to go right off the bat with my favorite cereal is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think it's been around since childhood. It makes the, you know, you obviously got to mention the milk. It makes the milk cinnamon and delicious. Tastes like rum chata. Um, or horchata if you're not an alcoholic. I don't think anybody's going to argue me that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is great. So I was going safe with my first pick. I was expecting something really, really... I thought you were going to go with, like, Life Cereal or something like that. I thought like you were going like to say Raisin Bran, to be honest with you. Yeah, you, you old, like old that. woman. Old woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so no, that's that's a good pick, though. That's a safe pick. That's, like, the best number one pick. That's I would I, I back that. But, Colton, you can go. All right. Um, my pick is... When, when I'm when I'm thinking about best cereals, I'm giving it two factors. You know, I'm going 
best in milk and best dry you know you get scores for both best combined score makes my, my my rankings and you're asking yourself colton why don't you eat it with milk because i walk to class you heathens and i eat it dry out of a cup do you know how cool i look walking down the street walking you to class like psych- with you look like the psycho from get out that's what you look like you weirdo are you drinking a milk too on the side of your yeah, here? i need my calcium you idiot anyway so my best cereal uh combined score of both with milk and without milk is frosted flakes oh yeah that, that's a great pick i mean we, we're going we're going real pedigree you know top tier quarter we're taking the andrew lux of the draft at this point that's a great pick colton i know two andrew lux off the board now sam's up this is like a draft, actually. I like it. Yeah, I'm a little speechless. Those you guys want to do snake draft? Uh, you know what, Sam? You have two. We'll go snake draft. Oh, thank God. Okay. Because I was going to say, those are my one and two. Oh. I'm not even kidding with you. I, I don't even know what to do right now. I got like six cereals on here. Those are easy one and two for me. I love those well, cereals. Well, Sam, I have, I have some advice for you. If you have six cereals and we took one and two, go to either three or four and say <laughs> those next now. <laughs> they, they're not. They're, okay. All right, um, so I'm gonna. Those are some very classic cereals. Those are uh, those are like the the easy ones. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, I want those. So I'll say nice, safe pick, boys. But I will Thank go you. a little outside the box here since I'm gonna get to this is a uh, this is like a, a running back that was maybe fourth or fifth on the uh, you know on the on the list of running backs coming out of the draft. Sam, Sam, oh, can I guess what can I guess what you're gonna say, or can you just go? No, you can guess. Of course, guess. Apple Jacks. Okay. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> damn but it, you seem was... like such an Apple Jacks kind of guy. All right. I'm, all right. Oh, <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm very sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Pick number three. No, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with ra- Waffle Crisp. Waffle, waffle crisp. crisp is your first pick. What the waffle? Okay. Crisp. Hey, I'm saying. I'm saying it right now. I get what, what you guys is are that? saying, but this is. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Sam. <laughs> hey, hey, put. Hey, Sam. What's put, your MySpace top eight of fake cereals that you can just invent yeah, on the spot? I okay. Hey, I was kind of worried. I was. I, I was. Looked it up, and I've never seen this before in my life. Hey, one hundred percent. Put put it up on Twitter. Waffle Crisp wins every time. Waffle, Waffle Crisp is gonna win. I promise you on my life. Okay. All joking aside, I was kind of worried that we were just gonna like push it too hard and like be too controversial. Yeah, and no, then and then and then me and Jake started off with two easy picks. Everyone, waffle crisp sounds hey, like something that you see you. in like in like a TV show that didn't buy the rights to cereal. Guys, <laughs> you can see my face right now. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not doing that to like. I'm, I swear I'm not doing that. That's not popcorn ball. That's like me <laughs> That's legit not, saying. I don't think I anything's like popcorn ball. That was unbelievable. Crisp. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I'm gonna have a second pick. So see, you definitely took a third round running back, number three overall there. But uh, yeah. you're up this again. is a dive. This is I'm this the, is I Tanya sort of late. dive at the Olympics. Hey, you wait. You put you put that on Twitter. That's gonna pop off. I promise. So I'm gonna go waffle crisp, and then I'm gonna go uh, classic Reese's Puffs. Fuck. I'm gonna go Reese's Puffs Fuck. and okay. waffle crisp. Okay. Reese's Puffs was my was my Reese's nice Puffs one. is a good pick. That's a solid pick. Oh, are we each getting Are we getting three picks a piece? Yeah. Seems like it. Okay. All right. Is that is that cool with everyone? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my next pick, number five, I guess, on the MySpace top eight, Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah. Lucky Charms. Um, uh, yeah. Just 
an, an uh, overall solid pick. Great milk afterwards. Even even without the uh, with without the uh, marshmallows, just like the uh, the coated candy. Strongly Crunch. disagree. I think the I think the cereal part of that sucks. I think the marshmallows are the only good part of Lucky Charms. You're stupid. I think that I think it is. You're basically eating sand. Like, oh, do you like do you like plain Cheerios too? Because that's what you get. It's I plain love plain Cheerios. Cheerios. Oh my god, Sam! Wow. Why do you tell us these things? <laughs> it's on <laughs> my list actually, oh, but I won't say it. I guess now. All right, Jake, go ahead with your Jake. Uh, you you now have two picks. Yeah, I have two picks. I'm going to pick the one that I think Sam meant with Waffle Crisp. I'm going to go with Cookie Crisp, the good one. Cookie Crisp blows. Cookie Crisp is so so bad. Everyone loved it as a kid. It's literally cookies and milk. It actually stuck around, unlike Waffle Crisp, which was out for one year in the 1990s. It's tough to stick around when you don't ever exist because Sam just made up that stupid-ass cereal. Go go buy Waffle Crisp, and it'll change your damn mind. (laughs) Cookie Crisp was, was, was it like 1971 when that came out? I really can't buy that now. <laughs> you can yeah. only buy boxes on eBay. <laughs> wow, great cereal. Yeah. Super good cereal, man. That's it was really a joke. good. So good. That, that was really good. But uh, yeah, I'm going with Cookie Crisp, the actually good crisp. And it was eating a cookie, a bunch of tiny cookies in a bowl. It had great commercials. Everyone loved it. I haven't had it in a while, probably because it's like diabetes in a bowl. But it was the best. And, uh, for my second pick, just moving on because you guys are disagreeing with me. And I don't want to hear it. Yuck. I'm going to go. Yeah. This is a tough one because there's two distinct flavors. I'm going with Cocoa uh, Pebbles. Not Fruity Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Pebbles are awful. They get so soggy. So soggy. So soggy. You eat them decently fast enough and you're not a lazy fuck. You eat them. They're delicious. They're some of the best I'm a classy eater, Jake. I'm a classy fella. Trying to enjoy my breakfast. Yeah. It's not a race. Fruity Pebbles are absolutely delicious. And any cereal you leave too long is terrible. So, hey, that, that... That cookie crisp was was such a. I lost last week. I was third place in the candies. That you're like, I gotta, I gotta hit some. You don't even like Why? cookie crisp. You don't Why? even like it. You, you know the milk. Cookie crisp. You know the. You know the milk if after is so win, bad. If I wanted to win, I would not have taken cookie crisp. I'm not out here to win. I'm out here to prove my point. That sounds like somebody who is a loser. A loser. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. Why don't you go take? You know, you're fucking, oh, I'm going to take the three most popular cereals ever invented. Guys, I'm giving you picks before my picks. You just don't pick the good ones. <laughs> that is true. He has been doing that, Jake. I don't, don't rip him on that. It's not like, all right, guys, let's do our nine picks. I get the first three, and you guys alternate. Right. I'm not doing that. It's your turn. My turn. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna audible. I was going to say one that would have guaranteed me a win. Guaranteed it. <laughs> but now I'm so confident. That I, d- I don't even need it. I'm going to go Frosted Cheerios. Okay. I mean, that that seems pretty boring, too. Sam, but that's a good- Sam is Whoa. devastated. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was definitely Sam's third pick. <laughs> I, Sam looks like... Oh, <laughs> he looks like he left Sam at the altar. Just is scrambling. Just- Sam is scrambling. Oh, man. <laughs> Sam doesn't know what to do. Teddy Bridgewater hey. just got hurt, and now he's going to trade two first-round picks for Sam Bradford. 
I had a thing ready <laughs> to go funny. because that is the best. Seriously, right next to Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that's the best after milk cereal you'll ever have. It's the best thing. It's just, it's amazing. I totally agree. I hate saying that, but that's such a good one. That and Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, very good as well. Uh, you've totally crippled my list now. Let's <laughs> go. So crippled. Oh. Well, I'd like to hear what the other cereal you're going to pick was after Sam's, just so you can't devastate him completely. Correct. So I don't even, what do I have again? So I have was- Waffle Crisp. Oh, uh, Reese's I, I can't even remember what you have either. Waffle Crisp is the dumbest too. answer I've ever. Like, I'm going to put this on, I'm going to put this on Twitter and stuff, and people are going to have to message me. Hey, did you mean Cookie Crisp? Is that a typo? Waffle crisps doesn't exist, or they're gonna say that's a terrible, dumb answer. Yeah, that, that much more likely they'll just say that's a terrible, dumb answer. Yeah, uh, just just wait, just, <laughs> just wait. Um, for my final pick, now that Colton has now stolen my pick, I Let's can't go. go with Apple Jacks because Colton brought it up to me too. So now I can't even say <laughs> Apple Jacks. You ruined not just one but two of my picks. <laughs> you guys both you can say Apple Jacks, you big dumb picks. idiots. Nope. No, I'm not going to say Jacks. Apple Jacks. No. Just because you're so predictable, Sam, you don't have to raise your voice at me and get mad. I'm, I actually am kind of mad. I really am. I don't know why. This is such an annoying thing right now. I'm going to go. <laughs> this is probably another one where you guys are going to be like, oh, what's that? That's stupid. Uh, that was a great, that was a great imitation of uh, Jake, by the way. But that wasn't me. That was Jake. Great imitation. <laughs> Just Jake. Just Jake. Sorry, Jake. Uh, Reese's Puffs. I'm going to go with, um, I don't know if you guys ever had this. Uh, Kellogg's s'mores, the s'mores cereal, um, yeah, an amazing make shit up every every MySpace <laughs> time. Hey, we, that was the one that was S M O R Z, right? Yeah, thank you, Colton. You know what I'm talking about. That's a thank you. So good. That was such a good cereal for a little while. That was, was awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with those. It was tough between that one and um, uh, fresh uh, French Toast Crunch. That was always a good one too. But yeah, I'm gonna go with s'mores. That was that was a classic growing up for me. S'mores. Ugh. Uh, Cole, what was your other one? Oh, damn it. You know what sucks? I'm on a list right here. I came across Waffle Crisp. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, That's such a good cereal. Number 45 is what I saw next to that. That is not a good ranking. Number 43 is S'mores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sam, thoughts? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me. That's some janky. That's That's one nerd. Never... Oh my god. Sam, Sam's three choices three. according to complex.com. Reese's Puffs 37. Uh what were hey. the other ones? S'mores oh, 43. Waffle Crisp 45. That's awful. Hey That's guys, so guess what? Click click on the click on the author who wrote that and look him up. He's definitely got no girlfriend. Um he's got no friends. He lives in like a one bedroom apartment in New York probably. He's an absolute loser. These are real man answers. Okay, and people love the choices because they're good cereals. I promise. They're good cereals. It's no Heath Bar, okay? Fuck you, Sam. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Heath Bars are fucking good. (laughs) Finally got him. Finally. Oh, he cracked, baby. He cracked. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Colton, what was your other one you were going to name? Because there was one cereal that if anyone named it, I would fucking hate them for the rest of their life. Fruit Loops. Okay. If anyone said Pops... I thought that is probably the worst cereal ever invented Pops? in the history of time. They're terrible. They're like frosty, but those immediately Pops. lose their frosting. Eleven Corn Pops. Oh yeah, that's this terrible. list is this list is thank made you by virgin. That that list is garbage. It's a virgin list, but uh, Corn thank Pops you. are absolute trash, and I'm very happy no one said it. So, all right. Hey. Well, 
We can we can uh, run down all all that we had. Sam, you go first. Uh, so I had Waffle Crisp as my number one pick. Oh. Number one, number two was Reese's Puffs because it's awesome, and three after all of mine were stolen, um, and then one just blurted uh, Kellogg's Schmores. <laughs> Jake, what do you have? I had uh, Cookie Crisp, Cinnamon Bad. Toast Crunch, Bad. and uh, Cocoa Krispies. Yuck. Soggy. Yuck. Soggy ass. <laughs> Shitty ass cereal looking ass. Well, I had Frosted Flakes. Oh, I had dude. Frosted Cheerios. And I had, what was my last one? Lucky Charms. Terrible oh. milk after. Terrible milk. Which yeah, one? Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms Lucky- is definitely your weakest one, and your other two, you chose the frosted ones, which is like you know basically the same cereal, just different. Hey, like, you know. Hey, serious. Have you guys never had Waffle Crisp though? No. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what's what's my worst pick then? What's my worst pick? Waffle Crisp. I've never even heard of that. And right, s'mores I haven't had since I was, like, seven. So, like, yeah, I guess I can give you a couple points, but I don't even remember what it tastes oh, like. Oh, thanks for your fake points, Jake. I really appreciate that. Yeah, um, Colton, you want another point? Here's another point. Thanks. Actually, yeah, thanks. Okay. Um, that, was, that was actually, like, super nice of you, Jake. Thank you. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what we were even talking about. <laughs> Just kind of calmed down. <laughs> um, well, again, I will uh, I'll put this back up on Twitter poll. Uh, at live from the A15 uh, or at Colin St. Vincent. I'm not really sure where I'm going to put it on Twitter. But uh, it's, it's going up there. We will settle this. So far, I have a gold. Sam has a, has a silver. And Jake, who already has two losses in the NFL season, has a bronze. <laughs> you know, so. I'm not going to say I'm rooting for you guys to lose our parlays because we're going to win a bunch of money. But. Uh, you're rooting I, for us. I don't want to come in last. <laughs> Sam, you or like Jake, you say that you I've never once rooted against you. I'm a really good person. If you're even bringing up the fact that you're that you're rooting against me. I'm bringing up the fact that I'm not. I I'm clearing the air cuz I don't want people to think that I would root against I wouldn't even bring it up. I wouldn't even cuz I assume That's that we're all we're all a team. We're all in it together. We all have those matching tattoos yeah. of the of yeah. the high school musical lyrics. On our and chest, we were not getting those without being a team. We need to stick together. And you're bringing up rooting against your own teammates. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what to even think about? I'm it. bringing it up to point out that I'm not. And you didn't need to bring up our high school musical tattoos. Shout out to uh, Troy Bolton <laughs> and that guy who made the uh, creme brulee, who hit on Sharpay. <laughs> he made a bomb ass creme brulee. I, I think his name was Zeke. I don't know. It, it's Zeke. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I was trying to act cool. It's Zeke. <laughs> Well, boys, that is the episode. Um, do you have anything else, or do you want to move on to final thoughts? I think we can go final thoughts. All right. Uh, Jake, you go first. My final thought is uh, Packers-Patriots Sunday night. It's going to be an awesome game. Uh, the Pats look real bad versus the Bills. Uh, they haven't been playing great this year. Everyone you know, just assumes it's the Pats and they'll get better, and they will. So it's, I think it'll, it's going to be a shootout. Pats defense does not have it. And the Packers uh, just traded Ha Clinton Dix, and you know we haven't been winning games. So I, the Patriots are favored by five and a half, but I think it's going to be a shootout. Sam, final thought. 
Uh, I think we forgot to touch on it a little when we were talking about the NFL, but the Giants. Um, I was going to say something about who's worse right now, the Browns or the Giants. The Giants are an absolute shit show right now. Um, I think you guys saw uh, Kyle Lulata, or I, I think that's how you say his last name, was that backup quarterback that was supposed to get starting reps this week. This was supposed to be the, the game changer, and he gets like pulled over. I don't even know what he got pulled over for, but he was arrested or something like that. For That's the second uh, backup quarterback in like two weeks to be arrested about a week or two before they earn the starting job. Chad Kelly yeah. last week, Kyle Aletta this week. So so true. Yeah, I, it's so weird. That, that was kind of going to be the turnaround, I think, a little bit, at least some sign of light for the Giants, and it just gets shut down. Um, so I think the Giants are just terrible. But really, I was going to say the Bears, um, I, it's, it's a lame win next week. It's going to be a lame uh, Bills game, I'm sure. But I think just as we mentioned before, the, the three weeks after that are, are really, really key and vital for the Bears. So um, final thoughts are that and then Waffle Crisp for the win. Yuck. My final thought, um, if, you're lis- if you are listening to this on Wednesday, happy Halloween. I'm very festive. I'm, I'm a great person. That, that being said, guys, I started haunting a hill house. I'm, yes. on, I'm on episode eight. Oh, oh my yes. God. <laughs> there you go. It is so good. I'm gonna finish Thank it you. easily by the weekend. It is I it it's spooky. It's it's like a, a little a little jump scary, a little suspense scary. It's a mystery. Um, the mom is way too hot for the dad. Way oh too my. hot. She and how much do does this isn't a spoiler. The mom looks just like Theodora, the one daughter. Is yeah, that weird? exactly. They look so similar. It's like wow. And that mom great. was in Spy Kids. Yes, she's, she she's old. She was she's in Spy old, Kids. Man. She looks hotter now than she did in Spy Kids. One hundred percent. well, the show but does great like show. the show does. Favorite character? My favorite character. Yes, it's changed every episode, so I can't even like spoil it to be well, honest. Because every episode is like about a character. Yeah, so it's so like through seven episodes, it's similar to like um, Game of Thrones, where like every episode is its own timeline. And it's about one character and one storyline. And then uh, at the end of like the seventh episode, it seemed like every storyline and timeline connected. So now it's just gonna like move on with the story. And I love when shows do that. The whole time yeah. I've just I've just been thinking, I really want to know like the ending of this show. Like I just couldn't stop thinking how bad I wanted to like actually know what was going on. It's yeah, it's such it's definitely Sam, you were totally right. It's definitely one of the best Netflix originals out there. And if they yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, that's it. Hey, folks. You gotta love Luke, right? You Luke's love Luke, right? Just, Luke, I gotta I gotta know Luke is my favorite. You love Luke, right? Too? Love Luke. Love yeah. okay, Luke. Okay, cool. God, <laughs> that kid. I just root for him so yeah. much in every episode. Every episode. I'm just I'm begging for him to be successful. Sorry. Yeah. Same. I mean there was a time that I, like, I don't know. There's times I think the dad's like, oh, he's doing his best. There's times I thought Nell was cool. There's times I thought Theo was cool. But then there's so many other times where I'm like, what are you doing, you big idiot? You're so st- – oh, so, it's a great yeah. show. There, there's so many times you forget it's like a spooky show because mm-hmm. the storyline yeah. gets, gets you so good. But that is episode 64, wow. Live Name and 5 podcast. Thank you for listening on 12 on Sports Radio. Thank you for – from the uh, Two Shots Sports Podcast Network. Shout out to Joe for our brand new logo. Um, catch us anywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, I love you guys. Love. Peace.
south side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the gold tooth. Low goose, only way I begin to G York was drug loot. And let's start it like this, son. Rolling with this one and that one. Pulling out gats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wounds at 16. And running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes. Making my way on fire skates. No question I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I will flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up right, boys, on board board. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in MPVs every week. We made 40 G's. Yo, brothers, respect mine. I ain't gonna tech now. Bow, move from the gate now. Cash moves everything. As a shorty shouldn't be so rough But as the world turned, I learned life was hell Living in the world no different from a cell Every day I skate from takes, giving chase Selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase Though I don't know why I chose to smoke cess I guess that's the time when I'm not depressed But I'm still depressed And I ask, what's it worth? Ready to give up, so I seek the old earth Who explained working hard may help you maintain To learn to overcome the heartaches and pain All in a block that stays hot Leave it up to me while I be living proof To kick the truth to the young black youth But shorties running wild, smoking cess, drinking beer And ain't trying to hear what I'm kicking in his ear Neglected for now, but yo, it got to be accepted That what? The life is hectic Cash moves everything around me Cream, get the money, dollar, dollar bill, yo Cash moves everything around me I love it. 